Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. You are now entering a critical thinking zone. Thinking caps are required beyond this point. From deep behind enemy lines, deep in the heart of the Midwest, it's your host, Andrew Coppins. And it's time for Critical Thinking. Yes, indeed, it is time for Critical Thinking. Pat Oni alongside myself. Yes. And, you know, on this show, we don't really make a big deal out of our birthdays, right, Pat? We just don't. No. Okay, that's good. I'm glad that we don't make a big deal out of our birthdays. So um, I, I begrudgingly didn't mention it on the show yesterday. Because didn't I know that I didn't want yesterday? to embarrass you. I, I don't want to embarrass you on the show. You didn't want to do what yesterday? Mention your birthday. Your 33rd birthday, your 34th trip around the sun begins. What? No, 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 no. It was my 29th birthday. Your fourth anniversary of your 29th birthday. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It was, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're, you're, you're right. It was my, my, my fourth, my fourth anniversary, my fifth time being 29. That, that is correct. Mm-hmm. Um, but are you serious, Pat? What do you mean? Um, are you serious? Am I serious? What about your birthday? No. Mm, okay. Okay. So, no. what what did you and Mrs. Pat do? Uh, hopefully, Mrs. Pat treated you very well for your birthday. Well, let's see. Um, I mean, I I took a half day at work yesterday. Um, so I could do just whatever I wanted. Uh, um, and I got a question though. When you turn 40 in uh-huh. seven years, seven years, are you then going to take a full day off? Well, I would have taken a full day off this year, but uh, since I have such a big Christmas break coming, I felt guilty about taking a full day. Oh, yeah. see, because 
so my recommendation is when you turn 40, don't take your birthday off. Take the day after your birthday off. Why? Because your body's going to need it to recover. Okay. Trust me on that. Um, I Just from I, the I, good I, food and, and all the people wishing you all those happy birthday wishes. Uh, okay. I mean, I just took some time for myself. I exercised. I... You know, waited for my wife to get home from from work. Uh, we were going to go out to dinner last night, but uh, the lunch I ordered for myself yesterday didn't quite sit right with me and kind of just made me feel a little meh the rest of the day. And so we ended up not going to dinner. We're going to do that tonight, but uh, it, it's... Um, Pat. Yeah. Before your wife goes to work on your birthday. Uh-huh. Two things. Shower, yeah. change clothes, right? There's well, a third yeah. thing that your wife should be doing. Make you a damn sandwich. At least yeah, the least did. you could do on your birthday. She did, however, send me breakfast yesterday. Mm. And then and then I consequently decided, well, you know what, I'm gonna make this fun. And I went and did breakfast in bed. So please tell, please tell me there were uh, there were photographic uh, evidence of that. No, no, there's there, there's no evidence of that. But that that's what I did because that's exactly what I would have done. I would have hopped into <laughs> bed, uh, done breakfast in bed, taken a selfie of breakfast in bed, and sent it to sent it to the wife. Yeah, I didn't do that. No. So please tell me that at least she made you dinner. Well, she no, she didn't make me dinner because I wasn't feeling like a hundred percent with that. But she did, however, make a very good cake. Mm, I see. So skip the supper, go right to dessert. I had a very small piece of cake because I just wasn't feeling that great. But yeah. <laughs> now we're we're in the holiday season, Pat. Uh huh. And. Outside of being able to go to church and celebrate uh, the birth of our Lord and Savior, not Anthony Fauci, our real Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Right. Um, one of my favorite things as I get older is mm -hmm. watching the joy on kids' faces at Christmas time when they open gifts, right? Yeah, yeah. I have a niece and nephew that, that they're really young still, and it's a lot of fun. It is awesome. Yeah. Because you, you never know what their reactions are going to be, right? Right. You have no idea if that present's going to be that hit present of the year or not. Right? Right. Well, um, <clears throat> are you 33 or are you 5? I'm 33. Why? Okay. Is it fried Julie? Mm, I don't think so. Are you serious? Are you freaking serious? Are you serious? You got me a Darth Vader Star Wars single set? I love you so much! I'm gonna build it! I hate what? both of you right now. 
What in the so much actual hell, Pat? <laughs> okay, okay, okay. So no, so no, if, no, if no, 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 no. Yeah. You're not getting away with explaining this one away. W- why? It, this is a very easy explanation. You're 33. Yes, I'm 33. And now, don't get me wrong. I love watching the joy on little kids' faces when uh-huh. they um, open their presents on Christmas. Yeah. Um, outside of a million dollars? What you doing, bro? Look. Are you serious? If you know me, if you know me at all, I... I, I have an affinity uh, and a very deep love for all things Star Wars. Was it fragile? Well, yeah, I was, you know, making fun of my wife because I was trying to guess what the present was. And I actually could not guess what it was. She actually did a really good job of keeping something like this under wraps. And I would have never in a million years guessed that she got me a Lego set ever, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. ever. Because have you already put it together, by the way. No, it's an eight hundred and thirty some odd piece set. It's gonna, it's gonna take me, it's gonna take me it, it, mm, at least a few hours, probably longer than that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so I, I have, I have holiday plans. But I, I, I do enjoy and did enjoy in that video, the, uh-huh. uh, um, a Christmas story reference. I really enjoyed that. Fragile. The, the, the fragile. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's, that's where that comes from. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, Lego? My Ego. Okay. It's Lego. And, and, and second of all, second of all. You would be one of the, those adults without children that would go to Legoland, right? Oh, absolutely. I would be. Absolutely, I would be, dude. You creeper! This 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 Lego set that she bought is for eighteen years older, eighteen years and older. Yeah. So put that your put that in your pipe and smoke it. Okay, different Pat. (laughs) (laughs) But I mean, at least you had the joy. Of opening oh, it doesn't that take gift. much. It it does not it does not take much when it comes to her. No, no, no. She knows what I like, and she knows she knows that I'm a complete soul nerd. But but does she? Because we know that you like Sammies, yeah. and she doesn't make Sammies. Oh, she does make sandwiches. She just doesn't make sandwiches often. I'll have to work on that with Mrs. Pat. Yeah, well, it, you know what the you know what the worst part was? She was laughing at this video after she recorded it last night, and she's like, "Yeah, I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna send it to Coppins." I'm like, it's the best. This is the best part of this whole. Thing. And I'm sitting here, I'm sitting here going like, I, I didn't believe her at first because like like she she's never done anything like that before, but then instead of sending it to you to, directly to you know to kind of fool me on the whole thing she sends it to the critical thinking facebook page mm-hmm. 
which I have access to. I can totally see the interaction. And, and, and then, so I get a notification <laughs> on my phone, and I'm like, what in the hell did you just do? <laughs> and so she's like, you realize I'm a, an administrator for the critical thinking. She's like, no! Oh, that's like, funny. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, I, and then, and then she told me that you were chatting her, and I'm like... And that's when I chatted you, and I said, I hate you both so much right now. <laughs> you knew this was coming at some point in time. Even if she didn't send that to me, I would have found that. Oh, it's on Facebook. Yes. I even shared it on Facebook. Are you kidding me? Yeah. That was yeah. fantastic. Mm-hmm. That was a fantastic uh, oh. birthday gift reaction. Oh, yeah. And I'm a complete and total idiot in the, in the entire video. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which made me wonder if Pat had hit the sauce for the first time for uh, for his thirty third birthday. <laughs> hey, if if I ever got drunk, I'm pretty sure that's how I would be. Oh, absolutely, yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I wish you a happy birthday on Twitter, but happy belated birthday here on the show. I'm glad that you got the toy that you wanted. I mean, it it wasn't on my list, but it was great. Okay, maybe the toy that you needed. Maybe. Well, no, maybe you didn't no. need it. You know what else we don't need, Pat? What? Inflation again. We we don't need any more. Again? I, I, I didn't realize we were doing it again. I, I didn't think it ever stopped. Well, oh, true, true. Yeah. Um, so neither of us were alive for the presidency of Jimmy Carter, right? Neither of us were alive for gas rationing and and all of those things. Right. Our parents were, though. Clearly. Clearly. Um, This must have, this kind of must feel like that point in time. Um, Because we just did something as of yesterday that um, has never been done in the history of this country which was well inflation reached 9.6 percent oh shit yep we're in 10 percent territory now three things when you hear 9.6 percent you think well that's not too terrible look at what happened with jimmy carter and blah 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 If we were to apply the mechanisms that they applied for inflation back then, Pat, we would be at 38% inflation. Problem? Yeah. Ground control to Major Tom. Houston, we've got a problem. Um, I don't know how much longer we can go down this path of MMT. I really don't. And what do I mean by we're talking modern monetary theory? Folks, if you want to know what modern monetary theory looks like in practice, And 
what we have talked about in the past, you can go to my YouTube page uh, from a few years ago where I have that video. In fact, I might upload that or redo it um, for today on um, on the Rumble page. I, I might do that um, as a holiday gift to you. Because what have we talked about with modern monetary theory, Pat? What is it on its face? What What are the three components, if you will, the three main things that must be true for this theory to work? Um, <clears throat> I'm drawing a blank. Okay, but component I, I, number one, I would I would go down the road of socialism at, at the very least. <laughs> right. right. I mean that is that is a, this is a theory that gets you down that road. Okay. Right. Mm -hmm. The number one component of this is that at or near full employment. Okay, we have an unemployment rate in theory that is at or near this. Okay, this is part of the reason why we're having issues. Okay, we're having issues attracting workers into the workforce. Right, we're having issues with people dropping out of the workforce. So, put all of those issues aside. What we know, if you just take the raw number on its face, okay, this is the important part. We're at about four, four and a half percent unemployment. So we're close to full employment. Full employment is defined as around three, four to three to four percent. Okay. Um, anything below that, we're in some serious trouble because we're not flipping enough people from job to job and we're not doing enough to attract. But the reason why you want to get to full employment is number two. The government can spend whatever the hell it wants because the economy is going good. And in theory, this is their theory. So the money, the, the money supply because of full employment, right? That we can spend whatever we want as a government. It doesn't matter. We can go into however much debt that we want. It doesn't matter because we have full employment, thus controlling inflation. Those are the three components. Full employment, government can spend whatever the hell it wants, and inflation is in, in control because of all three of the first two. Okay. Right now, that is the theory that is being put into practice by our government right now. Okay. That is the economic theory, uh, by the way, of both parties in power. Because what did we just see happen last night, Pat? In the darkness of night, the uh, debt ceiling was raised. The debt ceiling got raised, yeah. Uh -huh. By another $2.5 trillion. It's not that much money. Are, are you kidding me? $2.5 trillion. I mean, we, we, we've, been, we've been tossing that around like candy. Actually, we have. That's <laughs> the freaking problem. Excuse my French. That's the problem that we're having. Now, notice how I talked about government spending and full employment. They act in concert with each other, according to MMT, to do what? Right? The third component is the inflation component. As long as the government fiat currency is still accepted, they can print money up the wazoo, do whatever the hell they want as long as employment stays steady, right? There's a problem with this theory when 
employment doesn't follow government spending, right? When the two don't act in concert. The problem that exists today and the reason why MMT doesn't work is because you can't spend and print money however the hell you want when you don't have an economy that's humming along. You just cannot do it because our GDP is shrinking because our inflation numbers are going through the roof because our unemployment number is an absolute and total fallacy right now. And it has been for the longest time. The number that is important is the real unemployment number. There is such thing as the real unemployment number. Because what we have known, Pat, over the last three months, the last quarter, four million people dropped out of the workforce, completely left either unemployment insurance and didn't get a job or quit their job and haven't returned to the workforce or claimed unemployment. Four million people. The real unemployment number, according to some of the best economists that I trust, the people who will tell us the truth, is actually much closer to 10 to 12%. That, my friends, is a disaster when you add in uncontrolled, out of control spending and printing of money. Because what have we been doing throughout this pandemic? Printing money to give us and placate us throughout this process, right? And then stimulus gonna, package after stimulus package. Right. And that's exactly what this, these stimulus packages and, and the uh, upped unemployment insurance is really just us printing money, growing money on that tree of the Fed and sending it to you. It can't circulate fast enough. That's how inflation happens. And we could have Chris on to talk more about this um, in depth, and I think we will eventually, um, maybe in the new year. Um, but uh, this is a prime example of MMT not working. And how how do we see it in our everyday lives, Pat? Because, it, again, this is a theory, right? It's an economic theory. How do we see it in our everyday lives? Um, we see things like rising gas prices, rising food prices. Um, shortages. Yes, yeah, we also see it in shortages. And then we also see... Um, you know, basically where your um, wages are not really going up and in the cost of everything is going up. And, and here's a prime example. Yesterday, um, I had to go to the grocery store. Um, we're doing some things for close, um, close friends who had a, a tragedy happen to them over the weekend. Um, and so we're, we're cooking them some meals and, and making sure that they're taken care of um, for a while here um, so that they can concentrate on on some of the things that are going on inside their family. And um, have you have you whipping cream, Pat? Have you ever had a problem finding that at a store? Um, not 
to my knowledge. Right. Maybe maybe around Thanksgiving, right? Or like a, ho- a holiday holiday where you might yeah. you might like right near it you might see it, right? Right. Okay. Um have you ever had a problem finding blocked um mozzarella cheese? Like a block of mozzarella cheese. Um I've never bought it by the block, but no. By the way, you should do that. Okay. And then just freshly grate it. Phenom. Much, much better for you than the pasteurized okay. um, stuff. But that's neither here nor there. Okay. So I go to the store yesterday. And, and then we also needed a 70% dark chocolate for, for some of the other things that we're, we're uh, preparing for our trip back home for Christmas. Right? Uh-huh. These are things that are never in short supply. Or at least very rarely. Yeah. <clears throat> not in store number one. Not in store number two. What about store number three? Barely. Two out of three ain't bad a third time. Unbelievable. And oh, by the way, the, the cost of the heavy whipping cream. It's up like 20, 30 cents. And it's like those really small packages, you know? It's yeah. not like it's like what the what the hell is going on here? So when you go to the grocery store and you're seeing those inflated prices, when you're seeing the shortages of these things in supply, right? When you're seeing all of the the things that you experience and see in a grocery store, or when you see the shortage of supply of of vehicles, right? Or hell, Pat, have you have you talked to anybody who's tried to buy furniture over the past year? Um, or have you tried to buy furniture over the past year? I mean, I, I actually did buy a couch back last February. Okay. How long did it take you to get that couch? About a week. Okay. Today, six months is the average. Yeah, we were actually looking at, um, you know, for our, our Christmas gift this year for, for both of us is in terms of replacing all of our appliances because they're the age of our house and it's time for an upgrade. Mm-hmm. We ended up not doing it. So it is a WTF Wednesday, and we'll get into that in just a second here. But, you know, we spent all of this time in the front half of the show talking about inflation, talking about the debt ceiling, talking about all of the, the things that, for me, none of what we see here makes any damn sense. None of it. Because we see people really spending like drunken sailors, right? I, I, I see consumer spending increasing like crazy all throughout the past year. But despite that, we're not seeing inflation control because the, the two things that ha- that would infect or affect inflation, right, would be the monetary supply and how fast it circulates, right? That's really what inflation is. It is really a, a byproduct of consumer pricing, 
And consumers' pricing is controlled by how much money supply there is versus spending and, and all of those things. We can get into all of those details with Chris and, and kind of walk you through all of it. You know, maybe a, maybe next week or two. We'll see. Um, I'll, I'll talk to him about that off air. But um, we care about this, right? You and I care about this because every time we go to the grocery store, I'm not kidding you, Pat. I When I went to the grocery store yesterday, I... We didn't buy a lot, okay? I didn't need a ton of things. I think I bought maybe 15, 20 things at um, at Aldi, okay? Um, because it's really the closest and it's actually better than one of the, the bigger known uh, grocery stores here in um, here in Chicago. Um, you spent over 100 bucks, didn't you? No, over 50. Over 50, okay. And these things were small things. We're talking like, you know, bananas and, you know, um, that's still a lot frozen stuff. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It wasn't, it wasn't like I was going there and getting like nine pounds of a hamburger. Right. Right. I mean, we're, we're, we're spending more money for less. And, right. and it's not just you and me. This is everybody. Right. So you and I and everybody else in this country, because here's the other part, right? Are the price of goods is outpacing the amount of money that we are making right on the back side. So on the right. back so this is the other part of the inflation uh scenario. While cost can go up, right? Over time. It doesn't matter if you and I are making let's say 10% more on average, right? Our real wage growth is you know 8 9 10%, let's say. But our price of goods is going up five percent we're never going to feel that because we're increasing our value to ourselves right the money that we have is actually increasing that's not happening real wage growth is somewhere around three percent right now uh, last i saw it and our price of goods is going up in some cases by 10 12 15 percent but overall it's about 9.6%. Consumer price index, 9.6%. You cannot possibly believe that you don't feel this, that everybody doesn't feel this. Right, Pat? But hey, gas prices dropped about 10 cents. Well, guess what? There's somebody here, Pat. Uh Somebody that you know intimately. Okay. Who thinks that none of us care about this? That nobody cares about the debt ceiling or the rising cost of inflation or, you know, being able to make ends meet for their family. Right. Oh, I don't know who I would have intimate knowledge of that would that would think that, but uh, they well, that are would be very um, that would be uh, White House press secretary Jensaki. I don't have mm-hmm. What do you say to Americans who see this as yet another example of Congress kicking the can down the road? Uh, well, I would say that uh, in what way? I'm not sure who who is saying that. Yeah, until 2023, but it's going to come up again right after the midterms. What do you say to people who say we're just going to be having the same conversation a little bit over a year from now? I, I'm not sure what American person is saying that or is concerned about the debt limit, but maybe there is somebody you've met on the street. I don't know, but I will say that 
um, you know, our view, the president's view, is that this has been done in a bipartisan way. The American people shouldn't be worried about whether or not elected officials are doing what they should do and raising the debt limit to make sure we're covering bills that have already been incurred, which I think is sometimes a misunderstanding out there. We're not talking about future spending or the size of the Build Back Better package. I'm not saying you're suggesting that at all. Um, and that, you know, I think the president would uh, would convey that uh, this is something that should just be done in due course, as it's been done more than 80 times, to quote Josh, in the past, uh, and that it shouldn't be something that consumes weeks, months of time. It should be done because we want to avoid default. We want to ensure people are getting their Social Security benefits, that retirees are being paid military, uh, and that there's no uh, risk to the U.S. economy. Go ahead. With regard to Russia, you said several times. Um, yes, as uh, Gensaki's alter ego. What say you? Two things. Two things. Two things. One, I am not Gensaki's alter ego. Two, no, that's right. You're just shape shifting between the two of you. Okay. Three things. I'm not shape shifting between the two of us. Um, that's number two. Number three, um, I, I at least know two people that care very much about raising the debt ceiling. And we're both sitting right here. Mm-hmm. And uh, by the way, the people who are listening to this program also care. And, and by the way, um, I don't know about you, Pat, but I've actually had conversations at family functions that involve this. I'm assuming they care very much about it. And by the way, they're across the aisle, across the spectrum. Republican, Democrat, leftist, libertarian. So It matters to every single American. It matters. Why does it matter? Because it does affect them. She's right. It does affect Social Security. It does affect military payout. It does affect all these things. But here's the reality of the situation. If Even if you didn't raise the debt limit, you know what the, the Congress could do? Stop spending money. Uh, right. How The other thing that they could do is carve out the exceptions for making Social Security payments and payments to our military and, and all of those things. Yeah, they could. And, 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 and here's an, here's another really quiet thing that they could do, Pat. Mm-hmm. Stop spending beyond their means. So, so, um, and I know that's a really difficult thing because we are a credit based society, right? We are. Uh-huh. And, and we're basically told on a macro or a micro level to MMT our lives. No, I can't. I can't do that. Why? Right, but, because I have no money. Right, but you, do you know what I'm saying? We're right, basically exactly told that we can borrow our way into prosperity. No, on a micro level, not even a macro level. On a micro level, so it, it doesn't work that way. Right, and that's why people know about this and care about this. But doesn't this does does this not show? How out of touch this administration is. Yes. But it also, to me, Pat, shows the utter contempt and arrogance that this entire White House has for what, half of America at least? If not Uh, 70% of America? She's right. I I, I would go with all of it. And she's right in some respect, because there are people out here who don't have time to care about this, who don't follow politics, 
Don't follow that stuff. The issue is that in most cases, the debt ceiling limit being raised is a not 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 I shouldn't say a non-issue, but it's during prosperous times, something that people are willing to overlook. Let, let's be honest about that, right? However, when we are seeing the things that we are seeing and we don't see our government tightening the belt, when we say and see the government going, meh, we'll just keep spending, keep spending, keep spending, right? That's a problem. The American people see this as a problem. They see it as a problem because I, I, I start to ask this question, and maybe we'll, we'll talk about this over the break, um, because we're, we're going to do some shows um, for you that will be new um, in between Christmas and New Year's, but they're just going to be single topic shows. They're not going to be, um, you know, our normal WTF Wednesdays and Truth or Fiction Tuesdays and, and all that. They're just going to be topic based shows for you. At what point do we and other people say your money is no good? And, and I ask this question because. What's a dollar? What makes our dollar worth anything? It's not backed by gold anymore, right? It's not backed by a precious metal or something that has had agreed upon value, right? And and, and here's the hint that I'm going to give you. I just said it. Agreed upon value. So at what point in time do people say, no, I'm done? Because do we or do we not have alternatives today, Pat, to our fiat currency? I mean, you have Bitcoin and all that sort of stuff now. We have an alternative economy if we want it. One in which you don't have to participate in the bull crap that our government is producing. However, there's a problem with that because our government is now trying to get their hands into Bitcoin, and they did in the last bill that the Senate passed, right? Not the uh, the infrastructure bill. Not the Build Back Better bill, but the infrastructure bill. So, I, I, I have a large problem because... This has always been my problem with modern monetary theory. It is only as good as people value that currency. Take a look at Venezuela, right, Pat? Venezuela's uh, Bolivar at the time, at one point in time, had almost equal value to the U.S. dollar. Why? Because people saw an economy that had something of value to it. Namely, the commodity called crude oil, right? And when they began to do what we are doing, incurring debt upon debt upon debt upon debt in which they can't pay it anymore, we 
And the rest of the economic world decided their boulevard is useless. And overnight, it lost 95% of its value and then continued to spiral to the point today where it isn't even worth wiping your rear end with. And they've tried to do their own um, uh, Bitcoin, if you will, right? Their own digital currency. We see China trying to do this. We see all these other places trying to do this. Why? Because they see the default and the issues with the U.S. dollar coming a mile away. Now, they're also doing it for other reasons, right? Because it allows them social control if the government is controlling a digital currency, right? They can really track everything at that point. But if you decentralize it and and do some of these things, all I'm trying to say in all of this, Pat, is the raising of the debt ceiling, the absolute record-setting inflation, the 4 million people who refuse to get into the workforce, right? None of that pretends anything good. And to sit up there in front of the American people, and what is the White House press secretary's job, Pat? To speak on behalf of the president of the United States. And for that person to suggest that the president of the United States laughs off the notion that um, people care about what's happening to our economy, what's happening to the mechanisms that the government can control in our economy, that we don't care about any of that, is insulting. It is absolutely insulting on its face. I've never, ever in my entire life seen a more insulting and more disingenuous, dishonest, and frankly, rude press secretary in my entire life. Never. She's becoming Anthony Fauci of press secretaries for me. And what I mean by that is don't pay attention to a damn thing they have to say, but pay attention to all that they say because they hold levers of power that you and I have no way of reaching unless we do it in mass. I, uh, I, I have it on good authority that her, uh, her little brother is extremely disappointed with her right now. Moving on, Pat, um, I believe it is time for us to do a little bit of the B or not the B. Are you ready? Yes. I'm glad you are ready. So hit me with the headline. Um, yeah. Okay. Kind of okay. like a snowstorm right. hit Salt Lake yesterday. Yes. Um, <clears throat> Francis Beto O'Rourke surges to the lead for governor of Texas and poll of Californians. Francis <laughs> Beto O'Rourke surges to lead for governor of Texas and poll of Californians. Is this the B or not the B? That is the question. And while you're thinking about that, Andrew Coppins, folks, we just talked about what's going on with the economy, what's going on with inflation, um, modern monetary theory, and and the lack of caring from, from this administration in the White House. 
Um, that being said, I don't know what's coming next. I don't. I, I do know that it's not getting any better for the, at least for the foreseeable future. And because of that, you must, must be prepared. So if you haven't yet, you need to go to preparewithmojo50.com. Start with your food storage. Because if you can cut down some of those grocery bills, you're going to be saving some money. All you got to do is go to preparewithmojo50.com. Find the best emergency food supply kit that will meet your needs. Whether that be a 72-hour, two-week, four-week, or an eight-week kit, go to preparewithmojo50.com. Make this investment because if you are not prepared, you're really going to have a hard time when crap really hits the fan. And I don't know when that's going to be. I don't know. But I do know there's going to be a point in time where it does. So go to preparewithmojo50.com. That is preparewithmojo50.com. All right. Francis Beto O'Rourke surges to lead for governor of Texas and poll of Californians. Andrew Coppins, is this the B or not the B? So I lobbed you an absolute softball for your birthday yesterday, and you do this to me in return? Uh, do what to you in return? This one could go either way. Okay. On one hand, I could see this being absolutely the Babylon Bee. Uh-huh. On the other hand, I could see somebody deciding to take a poll of Californians over the governorship of Texas because we live in that kind of world. Uh-huh. I am going to take a stab in the dark. Okay. And say that this is the Babylon Bee. Are you sure? No. Is it your final answer? Um, you know what? <coughs> no. It's not my final answer. It's not your final. Okay, how much longer do you need to think about this? Dude, this is impossible. <laughs> For crying out loud, half the time you send me a, you send me a, or talk about a headline uh -huh. that was three days ago that came true in the meantime, and then pass it off as, as the Babylon Bee still. I am going to go with this being um, not the Bee, actually. Now I think Are about you it. sure? Yes, I'm sure. Is that your final answer? It's my final answer, but I'm still not sure. You should have gone with your first answer because it is the Babylon Bee. I can't, I can't believe you. I, I thought this would be a, especially when I said Francis. But hey, right, that would be something. Not the Bee would put in their headline. Well, Francis Bitter O'Rourke has surged in front of the Texas gubernatorial race, according to a recent poll of Californians. O'Rourke is pulling in front of the pack, being an incredibly popular candidate to become governor of Texas. None, of course, among people who live in Texas, but he's very well liked in California. While he'd be in 
at the back of the back in Texas, over 60% of Californians say they would vote for him as governor of Texas if they lived in Texas. This is great news for Francis, said CNN anchor. I mean, it would be if he were running for governor of California. He's not. He's running for governor of Texas. So, you know, I don't really know. Don't really help. I, it doesn't really help him he, there, but it must make him feel really good. So there's that. <clears throat> At publishing time, Democrats had proposed allowing Californians to vote in Texas, a proposal that was widely popular in California, but sadly not in Texas, where the proposal will be voted on. Should have gone with your first answer, bro. Don't California my Texas. That sad part is that's already happening. Oh, absolutely. And with that, Pat, um, I think it's time. That's right. It is WTF Wednesday. Are you ready for that first WTF story? Oh, I, I, I think I'm I'm definitely ready for for this story um so we're going to start in this in the uh, great state of oregon girls wore bras to protest sexualization in oregon school district say what Girls wore bras to protest sexualization in Oregon school district. I don't think you know what that means. No, I, I, I was talking, I was talking to the, yeah, I was not talking to you. Okay. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, Uh I have a WTF headline for you, Pat. Okay. Don Lemon says Fox News shouldn't be allowed in the White House press briefings because they're not, quote, legitimate journalism. (laughs) Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points and may God have mercy on your soul. The Duke cannot abide. Are you serious with that, bro? let's see self-pleasuring Jeffrey Tubin um um sexual assaulting and um abusing positions of power Chris Cuomo Fredo um Mm. and um a minor abusing Sexual predator as a senior producer, and and then and then um, you've spent the past five years talking about Russia, Russia, Russia. Okay, okay, yep. Mm -hmm. You also forgot the um, oh, and I forgot that much bumbling idiot that is Brian Stelter. I also forgot that uh, Don the Lemon is uh, also accused of sexual assault. On who exactly? By a dude from like five years ago. uh, Yeah, you don't know about that? No. Yeah, that allegation is still out there. Oh. Yeah. But they're not they're not they're not obviously not doing anything with it if it's that old. Yeah. I'm surprised they haven't done anything with it, honestly. 
Also Apparently. on a WTF Wednesday, Pat, have you seen that video of Kamala Harris um, talking and and uh, demonstrating um, a DC charging station for the amazing electric vehicle of the future? No, I'm kind of scared to now, Holy though. crap. Well, I, I'm not going to show you, but um, all you need to know is that, um, you know how if you're at the gas pump, right? Uh-huh. You, you can hold the handle down, right? And it'll dispense gas. Yeah. Alternatively, you can also use those little grooves, right? And um, and set it and let it. You mean put the clip down and, right. and let, it, yep. let it pump itself? Uh-huh, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, are you aware of any sort of process in the electric charging of a electric vehicle in which you need to hold down a lever, a handle? Not to my knowledge, no. Kamala Harris spent the entire time that she was demonstrating the charging of this um, EV holding on to the cable as if she needed to continue to touch the thing. Huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. And oh, by the way, she was also like, I don't hear anything. I don't I don't hear or, or feel anything. Pat, is this is, does this remind you of trying to teach grandma and grandpa how how a computer works? A little bit. Because it sure as hell does for me. Mm. What in the absolute hell is that? The most incompetent vice president I've ever seen. I, I don't I don't know what answer you want me to give here because Dude. that is that dumb. WTF. Yeah. All right. Continue. We got time for maybe one or two more headlines, depending on if we're going to talk about them. Okay. Okay. Well, um, let's see here. Um, we have multiple FBI officials had sex with prostitutes while overseas. DOJ Inspector General. That's that's real smart behavior by an FBI agent. A little bit, Could, yeah. Couldn't possibly be used as blackmail or anything. Nope, nope. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, also, we have, um, you know, uh, Jen Psaki's little brother, Jen Psaki, well, his older sister, Jen Psaki, saying that, uh, you know, it, it's it's the meat, blames big meat for soaring food prices. Not totally wrong on that, by the way, Pat. We could discuss that at a different time. Not totally okay. wrong on this claim. Not totally okay. wrong. But it's the government's fault that this exists. And with that, Pat, your final thoughts. Don't get lost. Remember who you are. No means no. Andrew Coppins and my wife both suck. And let's go, Brandon. Please be smart. Be safe. Be kind. Pat is just a little boy inside. And as always, Matthew 547.